0: Hello and welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast with me, Tony Jeffries. Today we've got an episode I've been looking forward to for a while. We've got uh, Steve Krebs on the podcast. Steve, how's it going, mate?
1: Beautiful, man. I'm glad to be here, guys.
0: And alongside me, we've got Glenn, Mr. Six Figure Holmes. We call him Six Figures because he earns six figures by personal training. Glenn, how's it going? By sports
2: performance coaching. did you not listen to the last podcast? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Steve is um, a business coach a life coach, uh, would you call it a life coach? Business yeah, coach?
1: I would call it, it's performance coaching, right? So I started out actually as a gym owner. Yeah. Started out as a gym owner. So actually hearing that Glenn is a six-figure trainer, it's like you realize you're in like the top 1%, right? Really? Top 1%. I the never
2: average, think of that. I never think coach, of that stuff.
1: The average coach, personal trainer, makes $37,000 a year. Really? $37,000. Yeah,
0: I mean, average across America. Yeah. Yeah. In well, do US. you
1: know what it is in LA? Or Southern California? It's probably right? a little bit more, but not much. Right. Yeah.
2: So Glenn's killing Glenn, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. look at this guy. Right.
1: So if you're on YouTube calling Glenn a pussy, then you got to look <laughs> at his income, <laughs> man.
0: By that, he means that on the Dan Pena podcast, we got loads of comments on that. Uh, if you, if you want to laugh, just go through the comments <laughs> on the Dan Pena video, and everyone's calling Glenn a pussy and a pedo. <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> Steve, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and a nutshell, mate?
1: Yeah, I'm actually originally from a really small town. Like, really small. More cows than people in upstate New York. And so the story is crazy because throughout the process of my life, I just, that's how I became a coach. I kind of naturally w- was drawn to it my entire life. My grandfather was actually like started Little League Baseball in our town. The, the field is named after him. So it kind of runs in my family. My father owns a body shop and uh, I grew up a, in this small town and uh, I moved away, went to Florida, went to college, did all this shit and was actually like a big fucking loser right. <laughs> for about 10 years. Because right, everybody goes through this process where you're trying to find your way in business or in life and trying to figure out what you want to do. Like, not everybody comes through and says, I want to be a boxer yeah. immediately right, when they come out of yeah. the mix. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do right. Right, for the longest time. So uh, I'll skip to the end of the story. Right, is that I you know, went to college, was lost for a while, kind of went through mo- what most guys go through from the ages of like 22 to 35 nowadays. They get lost. They get stuck in a void. They lose passion. Then they're sedated. Right in the bar, chasing ass, doing shit that doesn't really like... Someone comes to mind. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people. So fast forward, I ended up being the head coach at Wake Up Warrior, which is a program for male entrepreneurs. It's the leading program for male entrepreneurs on the planet. And in the last 17 months, I've coached guys from all walks of life, guys that are employees, guys that are CEOs, uh, really high level, like one of the most famous self-help gurus, family member I right. can't say the name but we've had big name guys come through that program so I went from being a, a nobody really like just try struggling to try to figure shit out for myself to being a gym owner to then getting into coaching
0: so tell me about what is coaching because we, we think of sports performance coaches in coaching people in the, in the gym what is coaching what you do because it's different right
1: well, it all starts with the same thing, right? The way I look at coaching, what makes me a good coach at what I do now, which is high-level, elite performance coaching across all areas, which is body, being, balance, and business, right? So when you think body, about we'll that,
0: that Body, being, balance, and business. Body,
1: being, balance, and business. So your physical body, what you guys do here, yeah. right? Being is spirituality. So I, I don't deem it as religious. It's spirituality. Whatever you define it as is up to you. So if that means the universe, Buddha, God, whatever you define it as, it's connection. Mm-hmm. Balance is your relationship, So you guys know this, right? If your relationship is off, how does it affect your business? Yeah. Immediately, something's off. So we go from uh, balance, which is your relationship, to business. So to me, business is not just how you run your business. It's what goes in your pocket. So the king eats first. So if you guys are running this business and you don't profit from it, what's the point? So it all runs in together. So that's the mainstay of what we teach, what we teach at Warrior, and what I teach now inside of Coach Steve Straight Path Leadership. So we coach entrepreneurs, CEOs, businessmen, All down the line, all the way down to regular guys.
0: Right. So I know a a little bit more about what you do because we've been training together now for a few weeks, and you've been telling me about it. But for people who who don't know, so coaching—it's a—it's a—you sign people for a year, right, or or a month at a time. Yeah. So speak to them once or twice a week, right?
1: Yeah. It's so so I don't think I answered your question actually. So the difference in coaching first before I roll on what my offer is. I don't think there's a difference in the way that Glenn and you teach in here and the way I teach out there at all. You guys are passionate about what you do, correct? Yeah. When you're passionate about what you do, and if you can attach purpose and passion to your profits, what happens?
0: Attach passion and purpose to your profits. Go on.
1: Yeah, so if you do that, what happens? Right. It doesn't feel like work anymore, does it? Yeah. No, you actually like want to come in. You enjoy right. who you're working with. Yeah. You stop feeling like you bought yourself a job. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's what most business owners go through. They actually have created a self-imposed prison. Yeah. So the only difference between my coaching and what you guys do here is I punch people in the face verbally and you right. punch them in the face physically. Yeah. That's yeah. the only difference, right? Most people just lack connection. Most guys feel like they're out on an island by themselves because most guys don't communicate with each other like ladies do. Think about it. Women naturally talk to each other. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, the no, no, no. I'm just listening to what you're saying.
1: Okay. I was just thinking about...
2: Um, what you were saying about the spirituality side of things, but I think this is what I was talking earlier about the difference between someone who calls himself a personal trainer someone who's a sports performance coach, how there's so much more to the whole puzzle. So people that train with me, they come in, they do a session and then they leave. I don't just close the door there. It's like I try to mentor people with other areas of, of wellness, whether it's giving them advice on nutrition and supplements or setting them up with ac- 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 acupuncturist, or giving them I- information on how to increase the mobility how to sleep better all that kind of stuff i try to just be give as much knowledge out there as i possibly can as well as from for an hour just putting them through a good a good session as well
1: yeah i think the difference between an elite coach yeah and the shitty coaches that we've all experienced is your heart
2: yeah exactly you you have to give a shit Mm
1: -hmm. so your heart and then there's three a's i call it the three a's of coaching accountability access and association so accountability is your coach is you holding them to a higher standard yeah even in your sessions. Right. What separates you from everybody else, I watch you train in here. Right. You're connected to your clients. Yeah. Right? So here's the problem with if you're not spiritually connected to yourself, yeah. you can't be connected to anyone else. Yeah, definitely. So the way that we teach that thing that I just told you guys about body being balanced in business, without accessing like, power through your body,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you can't really tap into your gut. Or your inner voice. You guys know you got like a voice in your head all the time, right? right Not yeah. crazy voices, but just like, <laughs> the vo- like your gut, right? People say trust your gut. Like when you were in, in the Olympics and you were in a match, you trust your instincts. Yeah, It's the same thing with coaching. Yeah, yeah. So the, what sets you apart from everybody else is those three A's. It's simple. Do, say, say it again. So it's accountability, access, and association. So the accountability comes from the coach to the client. Association comes from them being in a place like this with other people that are like them, that understand why they're here. So that makes them feel comfortable, right? Exactly. Right, at home, at the least. number one thing mm-hmm. that guys struggle with is the feeling like they're all alone on an island. Right. Nobody understands them, specifically business owners. Yeah. Because we go inside, we're like, oh, I'm, I'm a guy, I can't talk about this shit, right? Yeah. So we, we put ourselves there and then wonder why our wives, girlfriends, whoever, business partners, can't understand where we're at. And then the last piece is access. You, at, you give them access to information. Wisdom, yep. right? You guys know the difference between wisdom and knowledge, right? Wisdom is experience. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah, knowledge is anybody can go, you can Google you can anything right now. Is, yeah, yeah. And what I've, what I've come to see, fellas, is that there is too much information right now. There's too much. You can become addicted to it and overwhelmed by it. And that's why most people freeze. And that's why the need for a coach is more important now than ever before. That's why I put my money on the line and work with you guys. Yeah. Because most coaches aren't willing to actually hire a coach. Did you have a coach in the Olympics? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Do the pro best. football players have coaches? Yeah. I just wrote a blog about this a couple of months ago about
2: when, if you're a personal trainer, or even if you're not a personal trainer, just if you're a trainer in general, you're saying by having that job, you're saying that people need a trainer, right? Yeah. So wh- why do you not need a trainer yourself? It's crazy, right? You know, but the average it's kind of hypocritical by nature, by by having that holier than thou mentality. It's like, well, I know how to do personal training, I know how to coach people, I know about health and fitness, so I can just do it all myself. So, I don't Steve,
0: need let's talk about your coaching. So, you, you you're coaching, um, you're coaching these businessmen, male-only entrepreneurs. Right? Yep. There's a reason why it's males,
1: because I'm a guy. It's harder for me. I've coached women in the past, and in this I love women. Let's just put that <laughs> out there, right? It's just there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect for me. I can coach them, but I coach... I call it violent accountability with a smash-mouth coaching, full-contact coaching, meaning I love these guys. I just brought them in here yesterday yeah. or two days ago to train. Right. So it's part of the, the the process to come and introduce them to really cool places of successful people that they can look at because this group is all fitness business owners. Yeah. So I don't train women because... I I just don't feel comfortable smashing them like the way I coach guys, right. right? Like getting angry and getting after them. It's not that I don't think the women can handle this. So YouTube commenters, like, <laughs> don't send me hate mail. I'm just saying that it's a personal preference. Yeah, it's a personal preference. That's it. So
0: coaching these uh, male entrepreneur businessmen, what sort of stuff you do? I know you do a weekly phone call or get together with all of them, mm-hmm.
1: right? Yeah. Uh, so.
0: What, is, what, what, do you, what do you actually do? What are you taught about and what are, what are the questions?
1: Got it. So the whole the whole program is built around this idea of of it's based in part of Wake Up Warrior, which is where I started. Yeah. It's what helped me break through. So if, you, if you're a male entrepreneur and you just want to find out about it, you can go to wakeupwarrior.com. It, it literally changed my life because before that, I was kind of lost. I was coaching people at the time. I was coaching fitness business owners. And uh, what helped me make the switch to coaching the full spectrum of entrepreneurs was going there myself. So... Right. We break this down. Every 90 days, we choose targets across the board, in body, being, balance, and business. So there's 90-day targets involved, all built towards their empire vision with the highest level of accountability and tracking. So they track everything. What gets measured gets managed. So everything is tracked. There's no room for them to go, well, coach, I didn't know what I was supposed to do from their revenue from their take home which to me all that really matters in business is what you put in your pocket (laughs) right we could talk about gross revenue is most gym owners and specifically coaches will talk about what they take home yeah and to me it doesn't matter if you don't have a great relationship and you don't put money in your pocket so you can actually affect your true legacy right i see your legacy running around here all the time your kids that's what matters when we get caught up too much in worrying about what other guys are thinking or other business owners or other coaches think we've lost
0: yeah, we see that all the time. Yeah, what what would you see? See, the biggest thing is that you're helping these business owners, business owners. Is there like a kind of a pattern where they come in to talk to you? See, one thing when you when you first told me about that, I was like, "Who the fuck needs a, a, a business course like this?" And then when I thought about it, if I never had a business partner, Kevin, to bounce ideas off, or to, if there's a big decision that needs making, it's like, you know, it's like, do you trust yourself enough? But if I had someone like you, if I was, if I never had a business owner, I think it would be really, really beneficial to me. So I'm not taking the full responsibility if if something messes up. If that makes sense. Makes but what, perfect but sense. Back to the question: What what is the big? Is there a big thing that you see a common uh, a common thing? What you see with all the business owners where, where they're where they struggling with in their life?
1: Most of the time, when they get to me, they've they out. they've burnout. Right. So most business owners have sacrificed something to gain success. Right. They've had to, their relationships, their body. I'm sure you guys run into this all the time. You got guys coming in here that have beat the shit out of their bodies. They may be very successful or they've fucked up their relationship with their wife or their kids or they're spiritually like nothing. There's no connection. So when they get to me, it's usually there's just something missing. And so straight path leadership, that's the name of my program. It's just from, we take them from point A to point B with no fluff, no bullshit, no hand-holding, no pats on the ass. I love these guys, but we push them. Right. So when we set these targets, the whole thing is what we were talking about the other day, which was finding out the true purpose. So you see this thrown around. Simon Sinisek wrote this book called uh, The Why.
0: Yeah. I heard, uh, Start yeah.
1: With Why. Start. Yeah. So um, it's the same idea. If you can attach purpose and passion to your profits, that's kind of this thing that I keep coming back to because if you don't do that and it's just based in money, what happens to your profits or your income? It goes up and down and up and down and up and down because you have this self-imposed glass ceiling that you set for yourself. So a lot of these guys are coming in, and it's number one is the association, like I was telling you about the coaching, right? So association with other guys where they can get together. I just had my meeting this this past weekend. They come together. I set a whole event up for them where they go through all these experiences. They went to improv. They went to the comedy store together. I brought them here to train together, and then I took them through coaching a process that I do that that helps them get clear. Yeah. So there's two things that people look for when they come for coaching with me. Clarity and freedom. Now, the freedom can come from their self-imposed bullshit ideas, stories. You guys notice this? The mind is kind of weak at times. Right. So you've seen this in boxing, right? You turn it up on somebody and they're backing up. Yeah. <laughs> what do they do? You watch them break. Right. The story is what? He's putting too much pressure on me. I can't do this. Like, I can't. Yeah. Well, people have stories. The, the human mind is a projector. And it projects stories all day long you guys probably have stories that we could work on right now we won't do it but there's stories that you run right so it's like <laughs> think about it your your story was i don't know if i have what it takes to build a mastermind of my own for Box and burn it's a story it's well, a, that's story. a story yeah. that's a story because what we know for for a fact is you've built a very successful business which takes a lot of hard work and a lot of brains And the ability to lead other people correct how many trainers do you guys have that work here 30 plus 30 trainers
0: see so what what you're talking about there when you're listening steve's talking about like he came in here and after a few after a few sessions he was like you need to start a, a mastermind you need you need to do this you need to start coaching other business owners gym owners about how to be successful because we're so successful and the first thing that popped in my head was like i'm not qualified enough I told him that well, and he was like well you are because you look
2: you are I, look. Think, I think the, the small like, as, as an example of that so far is through the academy we're kind of doing that with the academy a little bit we're right. teaching trainers how to teach boxing the way we've found to be successful so we've, we've kind of started on that path a little bit with the academy but I agree with you in terms of gym ownership and the business side of it all there's definitely it was a, funny
0: because the next day after we had, we had a meeting me and Kevin and Steve had a meeting went for coffee and we talked all about it The very next day was the day that you, Glenn, got a a message on Instagram of someone saying, how much do you charge for consultancy? Consultancy, Yeah, And Glenn was like, look at this, look at this. And I was like, (laughs) bloody hell. And then the day after that, I got a phone call off a woman from Florida saying, "Can, can you do an extra day and talk about business plans and about how to... And I was like, ah. and I never thought much of it. And then I told Steve and he was like, look at that. That's a sign right it's there. Right that, there, yeah. that uh, <laughs> the, the market's for you to start doing business constantly. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, what qualifies you to do this Steve? I, I know that you're a smart bastard, but what qualifies you? Yeah.
1: So here, here's the reality. To me, the, the proof is in the pudding. Right. What I mean is, is, if you've built things and you've been successful, then why wouldn't you be able to teach people how to do it? Yeah. yeah. So I came out of college. I told you guys I was lost. I graduated college, which my college degree didn't qualify me to do this. Right. I came out with a health science degree. What is that exactly? It's just—it's very general and broad. And then I was going to do physical therapy, and then I was going to do all these things. But I kept realizing that I'm not a great employee. Right. I was—I was always the guy that was arguing with my bosses because I always had ideas that I wanted to run on my own. So when I was like 27 years old, I put everything I had, and my father helped me start my first business. Which 27. Was a gym. It was a gym. Yeah, it's called the Next wor- Level Athletic Performance. In
0: the worst place in New York.
1: It was, yeah, ranked top 12 worst places to own a business in Forbes magazine in the United States, my city. <laughs> and it's home. Uh, you know, my, my hometown is kind of like having a brother, right? You can talk shit about your brother, but you don't want anybody else yeah, to totally. kind of thing. Right. But I'm sure you guys understand. Same <laughs> oh, yeah, thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I came from a place and I was the highest, like the highest paid, the most successful fitness business owner in the area. And I came out of nowhere. Right. So... Then we started, I had a business partner at the time, Luca Josevar, one of my best friends in the world. Then we started our own consulting business because what we saw was there, was there was a hole in the marketplace. Inside of the realm, there was nobody in the trenches, like what you guys are. I would consider this a gym where you guys are in the trenches. You, you're still training. You're yes. still working with people because you love it. To me, that's being in the trenches, which gives you an unfair advantage of these people that just go to marketing seminars and regurgitate shit and have never actually applied it. Yeah. It's like, no offense if you're a heavy trainer, but if you're, a, a, if you're overweight by 75 pounds and you're training people, there's a disconnect. Yeah. So what qualifies me is what I've been through. Right. What qualifies me is that I've helped hundreds. Last year, I've coached over 200 men. Wow. And the results are insane. Insane. Insane.
2: So how many how many
1: people are on your roster or your client list right, right now? Hand? Fifteen, yeah. and those are just individual people. Yep.
2: And do you do you limit it to how many people you can take on at once?
1: Yeah, this year I'll take on thirty four clients. Right. That's it. Right. That's it. Because what I found is if I go too big, it diminishes my ability to to, to fulfill Focus. at the highest level. Right. right. Like when I came in here, and I was like, okay, here's some things that I see because I love you guys, I love this place. I was like, here's some things that I see that we could always improve, and that's to me. The, that's the kicker for the, or the argument for having a coach. It allows me to come into any business and take a 10,000 foot view of what's going on or your relationship or your right. spirituality or your body. Now, do I think I'm better than anyone else? Of course not. I'm just a regular guy trying to figure shit out myself. I just have more reps. So what I say is I'm just a little further down the sidewalk than these guys. Yeah. And I can spot the pile of dog shit before they step in it. Yeah. And I did say, just don't <laughs> step in that pile of dog shit. That's it. Right. Yeah. And I've studied marketing, sales, systems, and fulfillment for the last 15 years. Right. So when people talk to me, they go, well, well, you're not really a business coach, are you? You're kind of like a life coach. And I'm like, no. But a guy can't hear business if he's cheating on his wife, popping pills, boozing every weekend. Yeah. How do I know? Because that was me for a little bit. Right. And I ran my businesses in the ground on purpose because I didn't feel like I deserved it. Yeah. So.
2: so yeah. So now I'd say your your main qualification to justify co- your coaching is: Do you refer back to uh, case studies and examples of how you've helped businesses in the past? Is that, that your main source? So for so someone, some, someone comes up to you, I want to work with you, or whatever. Say, I came up to you and said, I want to work with you. What qualifies you to tell me what to do, how to run my business? You can. you The first thing you will do now. Then I, I'm asking a question: Is you just go, okay, well, I've got this guy over here. I took him from this and this and this in the last six months. And in the last year, he's done this, this, and this. You just provide case studies to, to back yourself up now.
1: Yeah, I'll use that as an example. Right. But if I'm talking to you, yeah. the first thing I'm going to say is, why the fuck are we having a conversation anyway? Right. What do you mean What do you mean? why are we have I'll say, why, why are you contacting me? Right. It's not about me. My results are proven. My life is great. Yeah. My, my wife and I are connected. Yeah. You can question me all day long, but guess what? I'm still going to get shit done. Are you? Yeah. You contacted me for a reason. So this is the way that I sell. And I'll teach your listeners this stuff. It's awesome. It's, it's called exposing the gas. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so that's the first. I set the frame. I set the frame. So the frame is mine now. I'm the prize in, in the sales process. Now, people that aren't business owners, you're going to probably think I'm a douchebag, and that's warranted. It's okay. I appreciate <laughs> you. But... This stuff works. And for me, what I want my guys to be able to do is make enough money so they can support their families and put their kids through college. So I don't give a shit about haters that are going to say stuff about me because all I care about is so there's a rule. There's three people that get a say. My family, people that I pay, and people that pay me. So anybody that's on here like calling you breaking your balls? Yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Let them them go because you know what? Anybody can type on a computer or like talk shit.
2: Cheat offing. Yeah.
1: So we, we set the frame. That's how I set the frame with you. Yeah. So you go like, oh, well, give me some... What have you done? Well, I've done a lot of things, Glenn. What have you done? Right. Why are we on the call? Yeah, yeah. And then the next piece is, well, listen, Glenn, like... Uh, but, but, but I'd preface that. You can't have that
2: attitude unless you actually have done something, which clearly you have. <laughs> True. But I'm just saying you've got... It takes a long process to be able to get to that point where you can adopt that Agreed, yeah. I, we've, of,
1: you know, I've coached for the last 10 years. Right. And if you count my fitness experience... 15 16 i don't even know anymore and that's
2: just having the the confidence and the belief in yourself over what you've done over the however x amount of years to be like okay i've done this i know what i'm doing
1: i want people to hold themselves to a higher standard and as a man to a man if i come in weak other men will sniff that shit out and it's like you in the ring if you see them look down away from you you're like oh got them and that's an instant confidence builder Mm -hmm. too right yeah
0: I think to do what you do and the way you do it, you've got to be so confident, have mm. so much self belief.
1: I do, but I also have doubt just like anyone else. Where, where's your
0: doubts? Let me get into this.
1: Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, listen, I'm going I'm to the, open the jacket the, up. The, here. the good
0: thing is, but when I were walking in here, I went, come and talk about how much you charge and how much you make and all that. He went, yeah, he says, one thing that I've told to truly believe in is speaking the truth, putting all the cards on the table. So yeah. I was like, I like that. I like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, the, the main component of, of the program that I came through, Warrior is tell the fucking truth. Right. Because most people feel unworthy to share their truth. Most guys don't want to share their truth. They just they, We've all fucked up, right? We've all done things. If Think about it like this. If everybody in the world had to put a sign around their head and it said the worst thing you've ever done on it, <laughs> nobody would leave the house. Shit. <laughs> you wouldn't leave the house. You'd be like, shit, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So I just want to lay shit my cards on the table. I want right. to make sure that people understand that, listen... I have doubt just like anybody else. My life is a roller coaster inside of my own head. Doubt? My doubt is just like anybody else's. Just like when you said, I don't know if I could do this. The difference between me and most people is I've always asked myself one question. Why not me? If somebody else can be uberly successful and drive a Lamborghini and take care of their families, but I saw that, but I also realized there's a lot of miserable millionaires. Right. So I was driving towards that piece of it and realized that I forgot everything else that was important. So I have doubts just like anyone else. I doubt myself in terms of how if, I, if I'm qualified to do what I do sometimes. Yeah. But it's a story. So there's a statement that I, I meditate. We talked about yeah. this, but meditation is a huge part of my life. And there's a mantra that I use, and it's act in spite of thoughts, feelings, moods, and emotions. Just do it. Just do it. Just anyway. act in spite of it because most of the time when my mind tells me, I can't do this, it means that I should do this. If my mind says... I don't have time to meditate. That's when I know I need to meditate.
0: Right.
1: So the mind and the, like your gut are two different things. Make right. sense? This yeah. will create stories all day. So I experienced doubt. I couldn't be a good coach if I didn't experience doubt because that means my life would be perfect right. and I have no flaws. And I'm walking around floating on there with money flying out my asshole. Like it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. So it allows me to go like, I remember when I was in your place right. and here's what I did to get out of it. Or I'll be honest with you guys. like Do I have all the answers? Not the Dalai Lama, like i I'm just trying to figure shit out too. I just again, I'm just a little further down the sidewalk, and I've studied this stuff, so right. say you came to me and were like, "Hey, coach, listen, I need to know this, this, and this. what's the latest Facebook tactic? I'd be like tony i I don't know, that's not my specialty. Let me connect you to somebody who is a specialist at it, and that's value absolutely Huge value yeah if you if you run your ego out the front of everything, you lose totally, yeah. That that's what comes back to what
2: I said before is like as soon as someone asks me a question, it's, if I don't know the answer, I've got to be able to point them into a direction where they can go and get that answer. So, how, how do I fix this shoulder problem? I don't know the answer, but contact this person; they'll get you. They'll do acupuncture, do whatever it is; they'll fix it for you. And they go to that person. I've, I've given that value and then they've come back and their shoulder's fixed. Mm-hmm.
0: When I, st- I start training you, I think we've been doing a few weeks now, and mm-hmm. uh, I found out what you've done. I thought, haha, yeah, he's paying me and I'm going to fucking pick his brain here. I'm going to get some <laughs> good shit out of him. Yeah. And so far I have. I've got some really good stuff out here. One of the, one of the biggest things, I don't know if I spoke, spoke to you about this, Glenn, what, what Steve told us and, and what's just stuck in my head and it's just changed the, just changed the game completely for me changed it completely was my big goal has always been is open three gyms Santa Monica uh, Brentwood and West Hollywood and then start passing new the other gyms out and doing the franchise and I was talking to Steve about me stress having two gyms and now we've got 30 trainers and someone want to be active someone want to do this and do that and I'm stressing I'm not getting much time with my family and he says he said me, he says and you want to open a third gym? He said, "Might not be the best thing to do. Rather than going wide, was it wide? Yeah. Go deep. With now, the two gyms with that exist. The two exist. gyms. I went. What do you mean by that? He says, "Well, how can you maximize the profits out of these two gyms? And I went, "Well, well, classes are full of personal trainers. So For have you got a uh, have you have you got a nutrition? Do you sell new nutri, uh, what's it? New, nutri nutritional products yeah. like on it and stuff? I went, "No. He went, "Get a affiliate program with them. What about doing a fight comment? And then he started popping out all these ideas with me. I'm like, shit. This was like the second session, I think, we're doing together, and I was like, wow. So now, that's what I want to do. I, just, I don't want to open the third gym. Just create
2: would. branches. I, I, it's like, I feel like, if you good got analogy, would be like Santa Monica's one uh, one tree trunk, Brentwood's another one, and then you can just build these branches off them.
0: Yeah, but the thing Wait. what he made us realise is like, do you... Do you want more money? Yeah, you get a bit more money with the third location, but you're gonna get three times more stress. Totally. Or do you want to maximize the money with what you've already got with less stress? Yeah. And then let that do its own thing with giving somewhere else a gym. Yeah. I was like, shit. So that's like, yeah, you paid me a lot of money. You train with me, but really, I'm the one getting the value out of the sessions. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good deal. Yes. So the
1: cool part about that is, if though, though. When people hear this conversation, they're going to go like, well, this is all, this is all about money, and it's not. Because what, what we have to look at first is how you guys define money. Your definition or belief about money will dictate your life. So to me, money is just security, peace of mind, and the ability to take care of my family. If you look at money as just a, this thing that, that allows you to buy more things, you've lost. Right. So oh. for, for you to go, oh, man, actually, that's what I'd rather do. Most business owners will build things bigger just to build them bigger so they can show everybody how big their dick is. Right. Now when you make that shift, you go, hey, this is actually more fun for me. A, so that's part of the process. (laughs) B, I can make more money with less stress. And C, we get people better results. It's a win-win-win. Like Conor McGregor's the champ, champ, we got the win-win-win. Right. So at the end of the day, if, if you're watching this, if you're a trainer, a business owner, just a regular person, like at the end of the day, you just have to figure out what you want because our time is limited. But right, You can't buy more time. Yeah. You can't go down to 7-Eleven and pick up more. You can't borrow it from somebody else. So sit down and, and get real on what the fuck you actually want. Otherwise, I can't help you. I'm not going to magically pull ideas out of my ass. I knew deep down that you didn't want a third baby because you have, you have Santa Monica, baby one. Brentwood baby, too. You bring a third baby into the mix, and now you have to add another how many trainers? 10, 12? Yeah. yeah. Managing people is the hardest part of business. 100%. Hardest part?
0: 100%. Yeah, it is. It is. So, I mean, like I said, th- through that, the value that I got was fantastic. And I, and I, fl- I feel like you've told me, you give me lots of advice and told me lots of stuff since we've been working, for, uh, working together. But that there clicked for me, where if you were telling someone like Kevin, my business partner, all the same shit, it might have been something else that I clicked for him, right? Mm-hmm. P- different people pick up different p- pick things, up yeah. different things yeah. all the time. Uh, so th- I know a big, a big thing for you is meditation, mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. What so we-
1: meditation for me, it, meditation can be prayer, right? You get to define what it is. There's only one wrong way to meditate. You know what it is? No. Don't meditate. Right. <laughs> and all it is is creating space. So you've heard, you know, you guys hear the words like uh, get connected, get centered, right? Get grounded. Yeah. These are all based in, in the, like not in theory, but literally. So I used to suffer from anxiety. I still do. From day to day, my anxiety would be all over the place. And what I realized is that my anxiety is just a green light. It just means I need to take action. So meditation allows me to harness the anxiety and see what the fuck is going on inside of my head. So it's literally the ability to create space in my mind. So can meditation be you go for a walk? Yes. Can meditation be I close my eyes in the middle of that ring and just run mantras? Yes. You define what it is, but it's just creating space. So this idea of getting grounded, I learned it from another mentor of mine to take my shoes off and my socks off and put my feet in the grass when I got stressed out. Yeah. Literally get grounded, and it helps. So meditation is just a way to rejuvenate, reset, recover, there's all these, these words, and they're all R's because I like putting words together like <laughs> noticed. So when I picture uh, meditation, you guys remember the original Nintendo, like the old yeah. school Super oh, Mario? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there's a little button on the front, power yeah. and reset. Yeah. And it's a gray button with red lettering. Yeah. That's what I picture. Anytime I was losing a game against my little brother... I just hit the fucking reset button. <laughs> so it's the same thing. If, you're, if you guys are out of control or you feel like you're, you, you're out of power, power is a word that I, I talk about a lot, personal power. Not like, hey, let's walk over coals, no offense, but like, it's like yeah. personal power, feeling like you're in control of yourself. Yeah. The reset button allows you to go, okay, let me take a little, little time out and bring myself back to normal. So the first meditation every day that we teach is just to go from the shit pit of stress back to normal so you don't choke everyone that you love. Right. And then the second meditation allows us to create inside of space. So your mind will actually start creating solutions rather than problems. You guys notice this? If you're stressed out, tired, what does the mind do? It looks for problems. If you're rejuvenated and, right, and recovered yeah, and you're clear-headed, like you're buzzing after like an espresso shot, your your mind will go 10x on ideas, and then we just have to harness that and apply it action to it yeah. right. so meditation is simply one of the tools that we teach that i teach to help people create space so they can think straight would you
2: would you recommend specific
1: types of meditation i think ascension meditation or mantra based meditation is the key so it's as simple as choosing a mantra so say we use the one that I, I shared before or one that i use a lot is today i choose to produce in power with passion on purpose right Those are the ones that I'll use on my second meditation. So I tell people to start with five minutes. There's no wrong way to do it. If I had Tony sit on the ringside here and just breathe for five minutes, you may go like, nothing happened. It didn't work for me because my mind was working. It's never going to stop. Your mind is not going to shut down. You're not going to, maybe some, like a monk in, you know, in the middle of the mountains in Nepal has actually found a higher state of consciousness and he's floating and shit. But (laughs) for normal guys like us, you're just going to sit there and your mind's going to go crazy. So mantra-based meditation just allows you to pull the mantra back in when your mind starts going nuts. Now, like when I meditate, my mind goes to crazy places. I start thinking about tits and all kinds (laughs) of crazy stuff. I do. Do do you always do guided meditations? Not always. So you mean guided by myself or like listening to something? Yeah. 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 So there's uh, Mindspace. There's an app called Brainwaves. So like I share the stuff that I teach for free sometimes because without the accountability and the access and the association Mm – It's less powerful. But if somebody can take one thing I've said today and apply it to the life and change it, then we win. Right. So I'm not, you know, I'm not like guarding my tray like I'm eating in prison. Yeah, yeah. I wanna share as much as possible because I feel like I'm here on earth for impact, not time.
0: What do you think you would, how would you feel? Let's see if you never meditated for a week.
1: Oh, I'm a nightmare. So if you ask my wife, (laughs) she'll say, she'll be like, listen, uh, why don't you go meditate real quick? Really? And it's her way of saying, you're being a complete asshole. Can you please go clear your mind?
2: Just, just, um, you're, you're. That's a fortunate situation to be in that she can recognize that and will say, "Go and meditate." Mm-hmm. Not everyone has that. It's too. taken
1: reps. So Br- my wife Brie is a. She's a sweetheart. She just, she's a like a ball of light. She's just one of these people that doesn't have any darkness in her. She's just not like mean or angry. So. But throughout this process of me going through warrior myself and then being the coach there and then starting my own thing and teaching other guys this stuff, she's picked it up herself. I didn't ask her to do it. I didn't force her to do it. But if she asked me questions, I taught her. And that's where I feel like if we just jump to balance for a quick second, relationships, this is where guys and girls miss out on each other. It's in communication. Right. So clarity is created through clear communication. Yep. That's C4. Yeah. Right. Right. It's created through clear communication. And, and there's a book called Way of the Superior Man. It's fucking weird, but it's amazing. He
2: uh, sent me the PDF of that book. He said, well, he said it'll What's change it your life Way of
1: the Superior Man. Way of the right. Superior Man. And, it, and it's, there's some weird stuff in it, but for the most part, it talks about how men and women communicate on these wavelengths where we don't hear each other. Right. And this is why people fight. Another book is called Crucial Conversations. So I've, I guess if you want to know a qualification, I read like a maniac. I always have. Because I don't need to go on the internet for information. I go into a book. And it allows my mind to expand and, and get revelations and takeaways that I can apply to my coaching all day, every day. So those books have changed the way that I operate with Bree. Because for the longest time, I told you to take the five love languages yeah, test. I did it. And it allows you to see what makes her tick what she actually likes, what you actually like, and Brie and I just shared it with each other. Yeah. So she's quality time, and I'm acts of service. Meaning yeah. if she makes me like a sandwich when I'm working really hard, I'm like, this is the greatest thing of all time. Right, yeah. But if I buy her a gift, she's like, oh, it's cool. Yeah. But if I go, hey, I, I cleared my whole afternoon out for you. Yeah. She's like, yes, it's yeah. the greatest thing ever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, that,
0: go ahead. No, that, that, that's the five love languages, a book, that it's, like, it's like because... Someone told me before, it's like you speak, So you speak different languages in love. Yeah. And I think that's a fantastic way to put it.
1: You know? 100%. Most relationships go bad because there's no communication. Definitely. So what happens when you don't communicate? Sex goes bad. Yeah. As soon as sex goes bad in a relationship, for the man and the woman, it's over. Yeah it's it's over because the guy's immediately going to start looking elsewhere and guess what women are better at that shit than men we think we're slick <laughs> when women finally have you had know, enough yeah when women have had enough though they're they'll, they'll come they're like brain ninjas yeah. they're taking you out yeah so at the end of the day if you can find out what makes her tick and you you dedicate yourself weekly to going on date night it's another thing that we we teach right date your wife yeah so you go and you take her out and you make her feel like you actually give a shit. You're not walking around the living room, farting in your boxes and expecting her to put lingerie on. It's just not going to work. Yeah. So invest in her. So I asked my guys, all business owners, what if you took 25% of the energy and focus you put into your business and you just directed some of that at her? Right. What do you think would happen? You'd be getting the crazy shit again that, you, that happened when you first started dating. Yeah crazy upside down stuff. I don't know what you're into, but like that's what would happen. And when she feels empowered, guess what happens? Your business will go to another level because she's supportive again instead of sabotaging you. Right. Because when women feel like they're not, when they don't matter or us for that matter, what do you do? You start poking the other person. Oh yeah. You start tripping them up, laying little landmines in front of them and sit back and wait for them to step on it. (laughs) I got her this time. So, if you guys look at what we talked about, it's beautiful because we went from body, training, what you do, and we connected it to spirituality, yeah. and then we connected it to relationship. Those are the, free, the three steps for me that have to happen and be dialed in so that the business can bump. Right. Otherwise, you, if one of these is out of place. Yeah. It's like taking the keystone out of an arch. It all falls down.
0: If you can give business owners out there three tips to improve their business what would it be?
1: Yeah, number one, stop bullshitting. Stop fucking lying. Like, that's number one. Like, legitimately. Stop Stop lying. Lying lying yourself. Yeah, in any... In every capacity. Air your dirty laundry. If you're up to no good, stop. Or at least be fucking honest about it. Yeah. Right. I'm just honest about shit. If I see a hot woman in front of my wife, I'm like, she's beautiful. Ooh, I don't know about that. Like, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a well, listen, tough one, me. Uh, I'd what, get a slap but, if I yeah, said that. <laughs> that's the relationship that I've developed, though. You got to understand that, that at the end of the day, you're thinking it, aren't you? I mean, but you can keep that okay, shit Okay, do you don't, don't say it. They're thinking it, but <laughs> it's nor, I get it. I get what you're saying. But for me, we'll take that, that ex- equation or example out of it. But tell the fucking truth. Meaning... Right. If you expect your employees, your team, your staff, or your clients, customers to follow you, and you're full of shit, they will sniff it from a mile away. Right. Right. The marketplace is yeah. saturated right now with everything. If you go on Facebook, how many Facebook ads do you see now? Yeah. Every other thing that you see. So people are becoming immune to it. You know what they're attracted to? The fucking truth. Yeah. This Just is honesty what, and, and real people. Exactly. Or, yeah. So we teach the code, and the code is real, raw, relevant results. Facts, feelings, focus, and fruit. Right. Right. And these are the things that we teach because if you are a full of shit, guess what? Sooner or later you are going to be found out. So number one, stop bullshitting. Feel worthy to share your truth. Right. No matter how bad it is, because guess what? By you sharing your truth, when I shared my truth to my group, it allows them and gives them permission to share as well. And now we have a group of guys that actually don't feel alone anymore. They feel like they actually have brothers. Yeah. That's a word that's thrown around too much to me. Oh, you're my brother. What's up, man? Like, what's up, bro? It's just bullshit. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like they don't actually, you know, a lot of guys don't actually care about each other. They don't connect in a real way. Yeah. Second thing, find purpose before you worry about profits. I'll say it a million times today. Find your purpose before worrying about profits. Because if you create a self-imposed prison in your business, it doesn't matter how much money you make, you'll be miserable. Right. And if you're miserable, you will stress out of your mind. And if you're stressed out of your mind, your health will be bad. And if your health's bad, you're going to die early. So all that money that you earned <laughs> is going to be great for your kids who are going to be spoiled dickheads and then blow <laughs> it in like 10 years because yeah. they get caught up in like driving Lambos and blowing coke up their nose. <laughs> yeah. So there's two. Tell the truth. Find purpose. Yeah. The last piece is find joy inside of the journey. Right. If you are not enjoying the process of what you're doing, stop it. Now, people watching this will go like, well, it must be nice, dude. Um, let me remind you where the fuck I'm from. I'm from a place that the average income in my area when, when I was in business was around $37,000 a year. I had nothing, right? When I went out on my own away from my parents, I didn't have a pot to piss in. So I understand where you guys are at. I had all kinds of stories. But I was a part-time worker and a full-time partier, right? right yeah. Living like a rock star in a janitor's budget. So it's, I understand. But if you cannot find joy day to day and be present like, be fully present. How many times have you guys actually sat down and have a conversation and you find your mind thinking of other shit while the other person is talking? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> or you're waiting for them to shut up so you can talk. Right. It's impossible. to be if you're, if you're doing that or you're thinking about what's down the road and I'm guilty of this still today, that's why I meditate. So meditation allows me to be present. So with those three things, those are like three points and I could probably give you 100. Right. It all ties back into core four which is the body being balanced in business and being clear on what needs work and being okay with committing to doing the work required to get what you want
2: yeah All of that you see I, I assume that people that are in business or that are in powerful positions the majority of them i'm not saying everybody i feel like the majority of people that have managed to get to that level are aware of this stuff already and you'll probably tell me that probably
1: none of them (laughs) no you think about it so everybody has an achilles heel or a weakness and everybody i had to sacrifice to get where i was at yeah i don't have kids right i had to sacrifice i had to make a choice yeah so all the guys that i've come into contact with whether it's the highest level entrepreneurs that are making 60 million dollars a year or guys that are just scraping by we are all the same you are unique you are unique i am unique as a person my face looks different I have some different qualities or traits, but guess what? As men, we are all dealing with the same thing. Right. And it's called the, system, it's like the like sedation of man. Right. It's like the sedation of man. And the systematic sedation of man. And this is something that we teach in Warrior II. It's like, if you look back at World War II, they say it was the greatest generation of all time, right? These men that were just like, they stepped up and they fought for their country. Well, what happened in the last, you know, 70 years? It's easier to get food... you don't uh, have to do shit yeah our ability like the the, uh, threat is down we you know the news makes it seem like you know it's horrible in the world right now and there's always threat right there's always crazy dictators and shit that want to start fights but there's not a saber-toothed fucking tiger chasing me out the door when i leave here today yeah so what happens anxiety levels go up stress levels go up fight or flight kicks in no matter what and what do we do we drink it we pop the pill we go watch porn we go fuck other women we do all these things to try to make ourselves feel better. That's where, this, that's where we are as a gender today of men. This is why the younger generation right now is in trouble. Yeah. Because they, they come from the everybody gets a trophy mentality. And what they're finding in college-age kids is they come through, now listen, if you're a young guy and you're killing it, good fucking work. But this is, I'm talking about the average. They're narcissistic because their parents have taken them to soccer and taken them to this and taken them to that. And they've built this world that relies completely around this child instead of letting them take their lumps. Yeah. Now I didn't grow up that way. Yeah. I grew up with like, hey, go fucking split wood. If you want that bike, yeah. go split wood. And the crazy shit is, so my dad made me split wood when I was nine years old to earn my, this BMX bike that I wanted so bad. I still have it in my garage. I'm yeah. 38 years old, <laughs> no shit.
0: I was thinking about this the other day. I remember the, the, when I used, the only time I'd ever get new shoes would be when I go on holiday. Remember when before you went on holiday, where are we from? We went on vacation, and they'd be like, "Oh, are you get some new shoes for holiday." Yeah. And I was so looking forward to going on holiday, getting me new shoes. And the reason why I thought about that was uh, I seen a, a bunch of English people walking down down Wilshire Boulevard the other day, and uh, you could you can tell when you've been here for so long. Them definitely English stand out, man. <laughs> not all our brand new shoes on. <laughs> <So> that's, <laughs> that's what yeah. you do. Yeah. Uh, Steve, if people want to find you, I mean, you're not very big yet on social media, but we're feeling you're going to blow up soon. You're yeah. under the
1: radar. CoachSteve.com. Like CoachSteve.com is the site. It, it should be up probably at the end of the week. That's the thing is I wanted to build this business without having to, to go crazy on social media. Right. Because I'm only taking on 34 clients, but the content is coming. Yeah. Right. The content is coming. It's just, I just transitioned into my own business this year. So in the first quarter of this year, I went from be it a, the head coach at Warrior, which I'm still connected to, I'm still doing stuff with them, but then building Straight Path Leadership. So go to CoachSteve.com or look me up on Facebook, Instagram. It's Coach Steve Krebs. Uh, Facebook is just Steve Krebs, or Coach Coach Steve is a Facebook page there. Coach
0: Steve on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're gonna we'll tag you in a video that we'll put you in. But uh, I think this has been really good, and like like I was telling Glenn earlier on, one of the one of the best things for me about doing doing these podcasts is. You get interesting people like yourself, and we when we learn a lot from it. Like like we've just learned there. We've got. I'm gonna have to listen back to this as well because some of the, these, whatever the word, talk fast. You talk fast, I <laughs> like I mean, yeah. let it process a little bit. But yeah, I mean, that was that was great. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was class. Thanks. And um, if you want to follow the follow us on Instagram, it's at Boxing Life. And remember, leave us a five star review on iTunes, Glenn is still got these offer on. As soon as we get a 50 reviews on iTunes, we're going to, uh, Glenn's going to give free someone session. a free private training session with Mr. Six Figure Worms. Imagine that, Steve. <laughs> free session. <A> free session? <laughs> so
1: it's with how many reviews? If we get, once, once we once get, you get 50. 50 reviews. So no, I'll, I'll throw something on top of that. If you guys, right. Once you guys get to 50 reviews, if it's a business owner or a personal trainer, I'll give them a 30-minute strategy call, which is Thank normally $2,000. I'll throw it on top. And I'll help them build their business in the 30 minutes.
2: Wow. So you That's charge $4,000 an hour? Well, yeah. I, mean. I need to up my rate, don't
0: I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, $1,500 is not good. Yeah, look at that. That's great. So leave us a five star review on iTunes, and you're going to get that off Steve, which is worth a couple of grand, and off Glenn, which is worth about 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. And until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks, everyone.